Okay, new rules for air travel. The Passengers' Bill of Rights takes effect today, which will require airlines to provide compensation of up to $2,400 to passengers who are bumped from flights for reasons within the airline's control. And passengers whose luggage is lost or damaged will now be eligible for up to $2,100, as well as a refund of their baggage fees. Let's discuss this a little further with travel blogger Jim Byers. He's on the line and joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Jim, good afternoon. Nice to have you back in the show. Thanks, Jeff. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, tell us, uh, what do you think is just taking effect of today? Will any of these new rules truly make a difference? Will passengers sense uh, anything different? I think it, it's an improvement. It's like anything else, Jeff. You know, there's there's regulations, there's loopholes. Uh, the loopholes have loopholes. Uh, you know, you mentioned in the intro um, uh, things under the airlines control. So we'll get to that in a minute. So, so uh, some some of the good news that's in this this uh, decision that came down from the federal government begins today. There's another form of this, another step uh, supposed to take effect uh, December fifteenth. Um, but one of the things that's in here that's nice is communication uh, that covers communication because we've all sat around the airports or inside of airplanes wondering what is going on. Just tell me. You know, if it's this, if it's that, I just want to know, right? So one of the things they're supposed to do is inform uh, passengers of delays in a timely and clear manner. Now, exactly what that means, I'm sure a lawyer could dispute and will dispute over many times what timely and clear means, but at least it's there. Yeah, but it's not spelled out uh, if you've been on the tarmac for more than 20 minutes, they need to make an announcement. Well, it does say that they're supposed to be after after delays, any delays uh, prior to boarding. There's supposed to be updates every 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, if you're overbooked, which you know does happen on occasion, as we've seen with that like uh, crazy United flight a couple years ago, they're supposed to ask for volunteers before anyone is actually removed from the plane. Yeah. Can I sorry to interrupt? But yeah. Can I ask you about the overbooking? Because I've read some criticism about that. Because uh, to know whether or not a flight has been overbooked and you got bumped, uh, airlines would essentially have to open up their books. You'd have to be able to see their uh, reservations and their booking practices, and that's not really readily available? No, it's not. That's the problem. So you almost have to kind of take their word for it on these things. Um, you know, WestJet, for example, uh, says they don't ever overbook. So if that's something that's important to you, you, know, you may want to keep that in mind. Uh, but, you know, there are supposed to be rules on this. You're supposed to get, to, under the new rules that came in, Jeff, you're supposed to get uh, any promises you get are in writing. So that would prevent an airline from saying, oh, we didn't promise you $500. Uh, we promised you 100 bucks and all the pretzels you can eat, right? So okay. allegedly that's going to get taken away. Um, if you're on the tarmac more than three hours, uh, you're supposed to be given a reasonable amount of food and drink. How that's defined, I'm not quite sure. But after a couple hours, you get a reasonable amount of food and drink. They're supposed to give you Wi-Fi for free so you can communicate with your relatives if they have it. So, you know, there's a lot of these things like the lost luggage that sound really good. And, and maybe some of them will be pretty good. Um, but, you know, there are, there are some issues. And uh, there's a company called AirHelp that issued a, uh, a press release today. And their, their understanding was, again, that almost 50 percent of the delays within Canada, according to this group, are things that would not be covered by this new airline passenger right, which in, which includes something like uh, uh, a pre-flight uh, uh, technical issue or an airline strike. Well, you know, maybe an airline can't be responsible if somebody just goes out on a wildcat strike an hour before your flight. But surely you would think that, you know, if there's a pre-flight problem with some mechanical equipment, that's something under the airline's control. But according to this, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be covered. Okay, well, let, let's talk a bit about, flight. if we could, sorry, that $2,400 to passengers who are bumped from flights for reasons right. within the airline's uh, control. Uh, again, is that just too loose of a, a definition? Uh, were you hoping that uh, maybe it'd be a little more 
more defined uh, that we could drill down on that a little more? It would have been nice. Again, you know, there's there's always these things that uh, that say, you know, what, and again, what does that mean? You know, an airline might say that these are the things under its control. According to me, it might be these are the things under its control. Uh, it's good to know, again, according to this air health group, that uh, within Europe, uh, these technical issues of something being discovered before the flight happens or an airline strike are covered, are indeed covered by this. So, uh, and, and the compensation in Europe is generally higher. So these are kind of a compromise between some pretty strong European rules, uh, Jeff, and what are generally been fairly laissez-faire sort of attitudes towards uh, airline passenger rights in Canada. So it's a step forward, but yet again, at the same time, uh, it was only about 10 days ago, I think, that the uh, some of the airlines in Canada uh, went to federal court to overturn even these limited rules. So, you know, that doesn't really bode well. And, and what's going to happen with the courts, I don't know. This seems fairly reasonable, so you would have to hope that it would get approved. Mm-hmm. But it's possible that the Federal Court of Appeal could say, no, this is unfair to airlines. The, the, head, of, the head of the uh, Air Transport Association of Canada called the new rules outrageous. And uh, it sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Uh, it's outrageous. And uh, he said the compensation being offered, although it's lower than Europe, is very high. Okay, now, let me ask you this then, though. If yeah. the airlines have gone to court that they don't like this, this new passenger bill of rights, and I know there's some passenger advocates who have also gone to court on behalf of passengers because they don't think, for reasons we're discussing here, that this goes far enough or it's uh, well enough uh, defined. So in other words, uh, it seems as if nobody's really happy. So does that mean maybe the government did the right thing? Well, you know, if you're a classic negotiation or, or contract negotiator, you would say yes. You know, you want both sides to be equally unhappy. So I don't think the government of Canada is going to go in a whole lot stronger. Now, uh, starting on December 15th, there are supposed to be a couple of uh, additional changes uh, that require uh, airlines to be uh, kind of proactive and that would require them to go in and alert people of these issues and tell them, indeed, this is what's happened to you. This is the compensation you can provide. This is what you do to to make up for the fact that this is what happened to you. So those, those are improvements. But, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. If, uh, if the airline passenger uh, uh, rights people like Gabor Lukic and people like him are saying this is not good enough and the airlines are saying it's, 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 it's way too much, it's possibly bargaining position and, and negotiating on both of their parts, and maybe they're just kind of both hoping that this will kind of slide through but um okay uh, you know like i said december 15th there'll be a couple more changes and we have to keep an eye on this court of appeal case because you never know what the court's going to do okay get you out on this question uh do you think the abrupt cancellation of 30 swoop flights over the last uh, 10 days uh, which sparked a lot of anger and a lot of confusion with some uh, customers paying out of pocket to get home or try to salvage their travel plans would this passenger bill of rights do we know do you think it would have made a difference for those passengers think so. I don't really know all the specifics. I know they had some problems with some of their planes. They had a couple of planes that said, you know, we had to have unforeseen maintenance issues. Now, if you look at it carefully, I mean, you could say that those are technical issues discovered pre-flight and therefore out of the airline's control. So uh, I'd love to give you a yes or no answer, but I'm not entirely sure that they would be covered. All right, we'll leave it there for now. Travel blogger Jim Byers with us this afternoon on the new passenger bill of rights that takes effect today. Jim, thanks as always. Thanks, Jeff. Take care.